0: Good evening guys, well it's Tuesday, it's nine o'clock, that means it's UK Cowboys time. And I've been thrust into the big boy chair. Uh, Brian's on assignment for the next couple of weeks and Graham was meant to be standing in as Cooper Rush style, Um, but suddenly came down with the the virus. So I'm jumping in as Will, Will Greer, I'm joined here by Mike, and hopefully we're supposedly getting Paul later on as well. How yeah, he be on
1: now. He's he's just restarting his computer. I just spoke to him now, but yeah, I'm good. How are you, mate? I know it's obviously it's been a downhearted uh, weekend, but
0: yeah, you here? Yeah, depressing. Depressing weekend. Both college football and obviously the Cowboys game as well for both of us. Yeah, um, not good, but um, particularly depressing considering that uh, we've missed out on an opportunity to to to. Gain ground on the Eagles as well, and we're, we're we're now behind the ball on on the Giants as well. But, um, mm. but we'll, we'll, I, we'll get into. Oh God!
1: I, I, well, I was going to say the good news is, yeah. I I mean, it's not good news. The Cowboys lost. I'm not saying that, but the good news is, is that the Eagles lost two, so it just squeezes the NFC East. Um. Formally, you know, rather than things moving away from the Cowboys, you know, like uh, the loss is big, but in comparison to everything else that happened in the NFC East, like in retrospect, it's not so
2: bad.
0: Yeah, it just goes to show there, I've got the, the standings going across the screen there and just shows how tight the NFC East is at the moment that everybody's within three games of each other. Um, this is this is going to be some running, I think. Um, yeah. You know, are, are the commanders, you know, worthy of postseason action? I mean, potentially, you could be seeing all of the all three teams, or sorry, all four teams, being in the playoffs at the end of the yeah. year. It's 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 quite amazing. So. Uh, yeah, about we
1: just... when we were talking just before we went live, we were saying just like how crazy the last two weeks in the NFL has been, and uh, as well, like the, that. Like, if the playoffs were to happen now, every team in the AFC East would make it to the playoffs, and you just have like, four teams from <laughs> just none of it makes sense <laughs> right now.
0: Oh, I do. I do. Oh, like there Wait. he is, like... <laughs> How are we doing, Paul? You recovered.
1: I don't even know if he thinks he, 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 he even knows if he's oh.
2: on or not. Oh. right So I don't know what the hell's going on.
1: There we are. Oh, you were you were in and out quite bad then, Paul. You're like sort of stick it sticking and freezing, but um probably because you just done your update. So the computer's doing like seven things at once. How <laughs> many gone.
2: Oh
0: any... he's
2: dropped out he's dropped out. There we go. Right. We'll can you, can move on to
0: using notes, I think. I'm all good. Mm. Can, yeah, you you?
2: can you hear you? Can you hear you? can you see me moving about? Yeah. Oh, I can see you
1: about yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you're getting smoother now, mate. Things are getting smoother. You smooth now with a capital smooth.
2: <laughs> right, right. Is this better now? Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: I think we're there I remember, I remember there now. that dancing. Yeah. More, right,
0: mo- okay. more motion in the Cowboys' offense on Sunday. we'll move on to the news and those. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, the the Cowboys, as we're saying... Cowboys unfortunately lost in overtime, 3128 at Lambeau. Mike McCarthy's return home. Um the attendance was 78,433, and the loss moves us into third place in the NFC East with a six and three record. Um the injury update, um, the only one really was obviously that. Zeke was a healthy scratch or was a scratch again this week. Um, but that's understandable that we've got th- three games in the next 12 days. So it's kind of expected and you, know, you want him at full strength, especially um, mm. you know for for the run. Anthony Brown unfortunately went down during the game on that that first touchdown pass to uh, Christian Watson um, and he's in concussion protocol expected probably to clear it this week it's, it wasn't deemed a, a, a big concussion thankfully um i didn't exactly see what how he concussed himself
1: but hit the ground
0: yeah yeah it, it's just one of those things but yeah um and then obviously that led to christian watson having a field day and becoming you know, setting an NFL mark that he's only the second receiver, rookie receiver, to have three touchdowns against the Dallas Cowboys in in our entire history. The other one being Randy Moss.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, got obviously. it. Getting mossed, as they say.
0: Yep, we're going to see a little bit of Kelvin Joseph this this week as a boundary corner. Um. Obviously, I think the, the other two touchdowns were sort of given up with a uh, blanding coverage um, and just being outrun. Uh, I didn't think Joseph was too bad, but we'll get onto that when we talk about the defence. And then, know, as usual, we had the usual problems with our penalties, particularly in the overtime, where two costly penalties negated big runs as well. Um and, uh, especially, I mean, if you're going to uh, the the Conor McGovern one, I mean, that was if you're going to call that, you should call the passing. Interfe- you should be fair and call the passing interference and Jair Thank Alexander you, as well.
2: Thank you. Someone's yeah. mentioned it.
1: Yep, that one was ticky-tacky. I will say that.
0: Yeah, but uh, and I mean, by all accounts as well, the the, the Jalen Tolbert lining up offside as well. He was being drawn offside <sighs> by the. By the, it was, by he was team. actually way past the
2: line of scrimmage. I mean, no, I'm, I I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but that is like fundamentals of a wide receiver. It's like yep. you checked with the referee before the ball's been pre snapped, He looked at the referee as well to see if he was okay, and yet uh-huh. no indication, and yet he's still got a flag for it.
0: What the hell was he doing? Well, he, if you hear what both him and Dak were saying, that it was Sarah... Sarah Thomas the down judge she was actually motioning him forward so he'd lined up on the line or the way he read it was that she was motioning him forward so if she was going like that she was maybe actually trying to tell him to go backwards or whatever but (laughs) who
1: knows (laughs) Uh, when it rains a pause
0: it does it does but I think we'll we'll move on to the offence and talk about the offensive woes
2: yeah i'll tell you something i'll tell you something regards to this offense i can't really complain besides the interceptions i can't complain we put points on the board C.D. Lamb was 150 yards or something like that. Score a couple of touchdowns. Paul Lard was over 100 100 yards rushing or something like that. I mean, offensively, we were okay. It was just the mistakes from the bad reads from Dak in that game. Yep. Yep. Like I don't know I about you. I don't know about you, but I have no
0: really much complaints about how our offense actually generally played in that game. I, d- I don't either. I mean, as you can see the stats here, we got we got production out of Dalton Schultz. We got production out of Michael Gallup. Um, it looked a bit scary when Gallup went down on that first possession. But, um, uh, you know, he came back and he was strong. Um, C.D. Lamb had a career day in that he got 152 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, as you say, Pollard went over 100 yards. The the best yards per carry were actually from Malik Davis as well, but he was only used five times. Yeah. Um, The the only thing I mean, obviously, that why when our running game was so effective that we were averaging about five point one yards a play, why did we throw the ball? Yeah.
2: Why did we abandon it? Like that—that's. That, I think this is. I think I, I. I'm not saying I'm going to speak for all the Cowboys Nation right now, but that seems to be the running question, going across all over from Twitter to everywhere from Cowboys all across the world right now. It's like, why did we abandon the run game? It was like we were what fudd down, like fudding fuddin' forth, right? We could easily have run that like because we're averaging 5.2 yards per carry. We could have got a first down and still drive the ball downfield. And yet we decided to go for it in the fourth. And this was in overtime, by the way. We decided to go for it. I I, I respect the decision for going for it because we want to go there and win, not give Green Bay any chance to kind of attack. I get that. But run the damn ball.
0: Yep. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I got um, no
1: problem in the fourth down call. People say, like, why didn't Why didn't they kick the field goal? And it's like two things. One, it was like a 53, 54-yard field goal. That's not a given. At Lambeau Field. At Lambeau, Lambeau. Field. So the yep. air is colder, which makes the ball harder and denser and heavier. Yep. You know, you, you've seen Crosby miss uh, a, a field goal in the first quarter.
2: Yeah, exactly. Before.
1: Yeah, because it's, it is a tricky place to kick, especially when it's cold and damp. Um, but I mean, like, I, I've i said before that I, I don't hate Kellen Moore as an offensive coordinator, but sometimes, and here's a perfect example of what I've said before, it's the sequence of play calls that he makes that sometimes doesn't make sense. And oh, a perfect no. example of this that... was that. Yeah, so... Yeah. If you're on third and four, and you're thinking to yourself, "I'm gonna go for it on fourth down anyway," why are mm. you throwing
2: the ball on third down then? Especially having, know. especially how much success we had throughout the whole game with the run game. Yeah, like, we were getting all, like Parler was getting all those dirty yards as well from after yeah. contact, which I thought was like. That's a bonus for us because Pollard's not that type of running back to get those no. dirty yards. He wasn't. And, but, he, but he was being very yeah. successful through that game. Like And the, the the combo,
1: Paul, you would have seen this. The combo of Zach Martin with Terence Steele on the right getting uh, good push. Oh, my You'd God. Between those pair on that side and the way Pollard could have got the run, you think easily. So it's mm. two chances to get four yards. You think easily. They yep. could get, they could squeeze two yards out of both attempts if you had to. Mm-hmm. Agreed.
2: And, and, and yeah, I mean, it, there's just no excuse. I really don't find yeah. there's any excuse. Like, like, I really want to know the justification behind why we abandoned the run when it was proven so successful. Like, it seemed like it was very desperate when we didn't had to be. If that mm. makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, like I said, it's like I have no complaints of how the offense offense at genuinely played. I have more of an issue with the play calling from the yeah. coaching side. That was that's my biggest issue from this game. It's like yeah, it's like it's like okay, this is working. Okay, let's try something else. Yeah, and it's like static was working we're running against a free front defensive line three four offense and we were running the ball down the middle don't know many times throughout the whole game like i'm just trying yeah. to calculate the number 31 times there was 31 russian carries that whole game and the majority of those carries came through the middle and we were so successful yep. uh, i just don't understand why we abandoned that it's just it, 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 the, it i'm lost for once Malik
1: Davis was averaging 7.6 yards per carry.
2: I know. And that was, like, five
0: (laughs) five carries he had. Five.
1: (laughs) I put it in the post. And then you say all that, and, like, we knew that the Green Bay Packers were struggling on run defence. Yeah. And you've got Dak throwing the ball 46 times in a game.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, Dak is only six. Dak has a record now of 6-14 when he throws over 40 passes a game. <laughs> I, know, I mean, yeah. that that just goes to show we should never be getting him over 40 passes a game unless uh, you're seriously trailing and you need to be you, – you you're in the Packers' mission. But the Packers, uh, because of a run defence, which we'll get on to, obviously, when we move on to defence, the Packers weren't even passing the ball. Aaron Rodgers had a, a fairly sedate afternoon, only throwing 20 passes.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't um, know. Uh, yeah and, and that shows you how well distributed his offense was as well but i'm going to bring up some comments uh, just to get everyone to get back involved in that yeah so got, let's uh, get
1: the mvps of the show yeah, come so
2: on got, so i believe we have a new viewer here so yeah. uh, welcome to jorgen visland i do put pr- apologies if i do not pronounce your name correctly so he said, wait, 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 we need to know where he's from and if yeah he's we from ne- germany, yeah, tell, yeah tell, tell us where you're from dude yeah and if um, you're from germany
1: yeah. Yeah, so the
2: offense is not consistent at this point. It gave me the OLA that we had. DeMarco Mai was here. Rowan Des any day of the week over Lamondak. Debatable. Debatable. It's sort of interesting that we wasted Tyron Smith's Thailand either been poor on offense and defense. Our team just hasn't been consistent on both sides of the ball at the same periods of time. I get that. Uh, I, I can understand that. I just think our, I don't think the problem was actually our offense as such, but I think it was just down to our play calling. We had it with Scott Lenahan before that, now we've got it with Kellen Moore, and and, yeah. and Jorgen has said he's from Sweden, ah, welcome man, welcome and, and so uh, Joe is called, Joe from Italy I've is, ever been to uh, Norway <laughs> uh, so Joe just came, uh, came and said the Green Bay were 14 pounds down and they were still running the ball and we were 14 points ahead while we were passing, see that's a, that that yeah. there, like it's like the success of the run game through that mm. game, especially in that temperature. That the way Lambeau Field is, like run the ball because it's uh slick as it's, well, and, then it's so, and it's slick uh, and, so... and
1: it's shiny, and it's it's, it's yeah, quite
2: shiny as well when you look
1: at it. So, <laughs> so when you look at like the the shine that it has on that field at that time of day with the light shining on it, that yeah. affects the wide receivers with the
2: catching too. Absolutely, not just they the, route running. Uh, uh, uh the the peripherals—they try to try and yeah, run yeah. and catch, the, like, try and catch the ball when you've got a light shining on you. All those things play into a big massive factor. Mm. But again, I, I just really don't understand why we just abandoned the run at the most vital time where we're trying we are 14 points up—and we decide to throw the ball a lot more. I don't know if it's just because we're trying to that more passing reps which I thought was about OTT, especially for him coming back from injury. I'm just, I'm all about the fair distribution, like 50-50 split, trying and split it between that. And it seemed like we were going 50-50, like mm. all the way up to that third quarter. Then all of a sudden it was just pass, 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 pass. And I'm just like, what the, um, the, what are we doing? Yep.
1: Yeah. The only thing I can think that they, they were thinking, the mindset is the only thing that I'm thinking is that, they were expecting the Packers to scheme up because they were loading the box, they were loading that box up, yeah. So, um, they were obviously looking at thinking of well, the Packers are loading against the run, let's pass, so like let's zig while they're zagging. That's the only thing yep. I can think of. But regardless, the issues you have was they didn't respect CD Lamb, uh, no. uh CD Lamb, they didn't. S- they oh. didn't respect Michael Gallup, and he no. was struggling to get separation. They didn't respect Noah Brown, and they were basically just scheming up against CD Lamb, who did have a good day apart from the one bad interception. But because it that that interception, the first one was on CD Lamb.
2: Yeah, yeah, hundred like, percent. Like, like, yeah, he was. I don't know. He missed. This timed his route or something like that. don't no, no, no. know. Ta- but it was but, a. Ti- I think it was a timing route and he was in the wrong place. Yeah, like like it's like the pass looked like it was going to be a dead on, and CD just looked as though he just went beyond like it was on him, like he was still kind of like calculating yeah. his route, if that makes well, sense. I, I but think,
1: well, the idea was it was a timing route, and he's supposed to be in there from what I can see to go in and clear the safety out. So Dalton yep. Schultz is one on one in the end zone to catch the ball. But Dalton Schultz was slightly out <laughs> of position too. But whatever that play call was, let's take it out the playbook. It didn't work.
2: No, it
0: yeah. didn't. And the same same with the other the other interception as well. That and Mike McCarthy's talked about this. This seems to be some sort of option play that they have. Yeah. Um, and it's it's the same one that the Interception came two weeks okay. ago against. Um, oh, who was it? Um,
1: the Lions.
0: The Lions, yes, um, and it, it's literally the the defense gave us a single high safety look um, pre snap, and as soon as the snap went, they dropped back into a cover two, cover four style yeah. defense, and. Lam is Lamb is meant to have seen that changed his route, depending on how he sees it. I think Dak Prescott saw something else as well, so there's miscommunication there. Right. Yeah. And,
2: yeah.
0: And if that's that's shown up twice in in games, that's mm-hmm. what teams will do from now on. If you're going to do that, you it's it's better to have. A simple offense where you just, you know, s- scheme it and throw to throw to a position and know that that's where the player's going to be, rather than having them both read the same thing, um, and hopefully come up two plus two equals four. Yeah, it um, should be it, it yeah. should
2: be on Dak to make the reason, not the wide right receivers. It should be Absolutely. one per, like it should be the yeah. commander in chief who is actually thrown the yeah. ball. Right.
1: But yep. I mean, well, well, the the issue that
2: I've got, and I'll let you kick into
1: it, Paul. Right, is that at this stage, with the amount of time and the amount of seasons that Schultz, Lamb, and Dak have played
2: together, they you should now, no better. They should know better they,
1: that they play together enough that you would think that because when when they're clearing routes like that in route combinations, yeah. They gotta understand what the concept of the play is supposed to be. So yeah. that means that, and this is why the, the first inception is on C D Lamb is that he's supposed to clear out those safeties, but as he's running around, he's gotta to think to himself, what is Dak looking for? Like being on the same page. So he's gotta think mm-hmm. so. Dak's le- so and this is all about the, the the chemistry talk, one of the big things yeah. which Is what's happening at the moment with Cousins and Jefferson. But there's the chemistry part of it is seeing the field together at the same time and knowing what it is that they're looking for. And it just seems to be that Lamb is a great wide receiver 150 yards, two touchdowns in one game. Massive game. But the fault that happens with CD Lamb is exactly right there. It seems to be he fails to understand. What the concepts of these plays are. The con so it's not the play, it's the concept.
2: So, so, so again it's not that, seeing the field the same as that. So again, in a way, that's on the coaches for not educating these players enough. It could be, it could yeah. be a coaching problem,
1: it could be an understanding problem. But whatever it is, by now, for like three seasons coming up to four seasons, you'd think they would have this. That you would you you don't expect to see something like that happen.
0: The other criticism I've heard levied on that play is that it's probably better for when you're say between the between the thirty yard lines, so you've got a bit more real estate, more
1: space. Yeah. Play, yeah,
0: playing. And this is obviously this has always been a Kellen Moore problem. Is that he's great but between the twenties. He's great at moving the ball and the offense has traditionally been strong at moving the ball between the twenties. As soon as you get down to that sort of red zone distance, the twenty-five yard line in, that's where things tighten up. And Kellen Moore just can't seem to scheme no. us back into position with that. And red zone. You know, red zone is the, the red, zone, yeah, red zone red zone and zone. Ju- just outside the red zone. I mean, I think we were what? We were on the twenty-five yard line of that. So it's it's where the real the amount of real estate that you've got. I mean, Kellen Moore should take himself. You know, if he if he's not help, uh, brought back next season, he should take himself north of the border, where they've got twenty five <laughs> yard end zones, and yeah. you know, yeah, they can do, m- they can do m- the multiple m-
2: m- multiple moves behind the line. Uh, that, uh, that's yep. uh, that's right. That if, yeah. if Kellen Moore wants to go to the CFL, he'll be a hall of famer for that way.
1: Yeah. Oh, I... well. You can have multiple <laughs> players in motion. Have You ever watched a CFL game?
2: It's it's crazy. I, I, I enjoy <laughs> it. I, do, I do, It's quite entertaining. <laughs> I do, I'll, I'll give the CFL credit. They know how to make it's it fun. It's
1: also it's weird seeing the posts in the wrong place too.
2: Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And the fact you see a run up from the wide receivers before the ball's been snapped as well. Yeah, that yeah. All that motion is so so confusing. much motion. Uh, but, but anyway, but. Just yeah. yeah. Go, go, going back into the topic though. I'm just like yeah, it's just ugh, killing like,
1: more. I yeah,
2: yeah. Really.
1: Yeah. Because I, I, I mean, what, I, I have a look at Gallup stats while you're there as well. Paul, I, I'm looking at it right now. You've for, really for, for, struggled to get a separation. I don't know why. And it seemed to be we all know the Gallup sets up shop on nine rags, bang nines, deep crosses. And for some reason, they had him playing on intermediate routes, and I don't know why. I and yeah. he couldn't not get separation, and the the the, the well, defensive backs for the Packers, the 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 like Eric Stokes and the rest of them were injured, so they were playing with backup cornerbacks, and our guys couldn't get separation beyond CD Lamb.
2: Well, yeah. I disagree with that in a way because like Oof, Michael Gallup struggling. and Schultz did manage to like well, respectively, Gallup got twenty three yards. That's his longest reception. And Dalton shot stress 16 yards. Yeah. Oh, so this, that was no, no, goal. no. I mean, so, shut, so the, the the, the, the had a good game, yeah. I mean, but I'm, I'm what I'm seeing is it's like our receivers did manage to gain separation, but it just seemed to be at that point where Green Bay adapted. Like, and I'll give, I will give Green Bay Packers all the credit, they adapted to our offense very well. They, they loaded that box. They yeah.
1: they were they had a heavy right. box going. Uh,
2: like the, their defensive coordinator, I couldn't tell you who his name is, but he did a great job. <laughs> he did. I I am not afraid to say it. Like mm-hmm. I will give credit when it's due. The Packers, like we go, we went to this game expecting to kind of with Eric Stokes being out, all these stars and stuff like that, with even our like even Aaron Rodgers' uh thumb injury and stuff like that, we were expecting to go in this game and win. And we were actually on the verge of winning. We were 14 mm-hmm. points up going into the fourth, and we wasted it away by just dumbfounded play calling by deciding to abandon the run. <sighs>
0: Here's here's a question for you guys, and this this covers the whole of the Cowboys, not ju- not just not just the offense. Do you think that the whole Mike McCarthy going back to Green Bay thing, the whole everybody's injured on the Green Bay Packers, you know, should be an easy win for the Cowboys? They're on a five game slide. The Packers are on a five game slide. Do you think that added up and actually created a sense of almost like? performance anxiety that you saw it you saw lots of things happening around the team that were inexplicable I mean we'll get get onto the run defence but you know you saw stunts where there was miscommunication you saw miscommunication Mm. on the offence weird calls as we say with the fourth quarter you know were we were we just off our game because there was, you know, it had it, been talked about how McCarthy had been up since four o'clock in the morning, then at the local Starbucks getting coffee. He'd been at the stadium since nine a.m. Obviously, it wasn't a three. It I, wasn't will, 12, I, I will. I I will add to that. lawn.
2: Don't forget, he actually arrived in the stadium wearing like a um, a th- thingy. A Lombardi the cap, the cap jacket. Train, yeah. That to me, I'm I'm sorry, McCarthy. I'm sorry. I know you have a lot of history of being at the Green Bay Packers and you've got your own street named after you and stuff like that. But you're our head coach now. You shouldn't be having a embrace all this right now. Do that when you're retired. Do that when you're not coaching against that team right now. I'm hmm. sorry, yeah. but I, I I just think it really screwed, screwed his head off. I really think yeah. it did. It,
1: you did see him, you know, flinging the headset, very animated. Even for Mike McCarthy, like that is out of character for him. And it was something oh, I well, was
2: well. He well for him to throw his headset. So he's like, oh yeah, boof. I made a really stupid decision to tell Kelly Moore to throw the ball. Yes, you did.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, but I mean, like, you know, just to see him uncharacteristic to what he is normally like on the sideline tells you his mindset was being back in Green Bay. And, um, you know, you wonder if that meant he had too much emotion in the game that was overclouding it. Plus, then you add the fact that it's a bye week. So, you know, you say, oh, you know, he's he, He's going to be prepared for Green Bay because he's on a bye week. Well, what if that caused him to over prepare and then to go into this game with high levels of, anxi- of anxiety? So now he's just put himself in his own
2: head, he's in his own mind. Yep, yeah. I mean, I'm seeing on the comments here, like we're talking about like so the right receivers. If we're going like up against like so the honey badger and stuff like that, I mean, I find it's maybe a bit. Not an unfair statement to say because, like, when you look at the stats, like besides those mistakes that Lamb did, offensively we were were moving the ball quite well, but it just seemed to be the the situation that we were in. We wanted to burn the clock down. We didn't want to give the packers ball control. Aye, we wanted to control the game, but we kept. Yeah. We, we were like freeing out, freeing out, and we just let Green Bay come back in, and they were the ones who were actually burning the clock down near the tail end of the game. So it's on the coaches. I wouldn't say it's on the players as such. Like, I mean, we did score 28, 28 points, four touchdowns, so we can't really necessarily complain from that perspective. The, the, the perspective is just, it's just when we were in control of the ball, we were just not... Being in control, we were just giving it away mm. essentially. So, but
1: uh, to, to go back to the Schultz topic, there, um, he Schultz was actually looking more like the Schultz we know in this game, he was being quite reliable.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah Schultz looked actually not well, too bad, and well, making catches,
1: yeah. moving bodies on the line, looking much yeah. better.
2: Oh, I, I will say one of his. Was it his block or was it Jake Ferguson's block on the edge? Yeah, it was, it was absolutely yeah, yeah. perfection. He yeah. just opened the lane for I yeah, think. It yeah. was, I, I, I don't think it was actually for Tony paul I think it was for Malik. Yeah, it was for Davis. Malik, Malik Davis. Yeah, yeah it was one Malik of the big oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why couldn't we just execute that nearly every play the time Which that came out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, i, mean, I so did Malik Davis. I, but here's I, a question: I, here's a I question for you, Paul. Flatlined the defensive <laughs> lineman. He absolutely flatlined them. You know what but, I mean?
1: Here's a question for you and everybody at home as well: Is do you think after seeing the way Malik Davis played in that game, he deserves some reps going forward? Absolutely, 100
0: 100%, 100%, percent. I mean, yeah. Now that now that he's on the active roster as well, because obviously Mm -hmm. he's he's used up his his three call ups from the practice squad. So you you've got him. You know that's going to be a nice three headed monster between him, Zeke, and Mm -hmm. Tony Pollard. you know if everybody's active as well i mean obviously y- your numbers as well you've got to try and narrow that 56 down to or 53 bring up bring up two and then narrow it down to 48 for game day. so um but if you can get all three of them on the field at any one time and i mean obviously if you're a Cowboys fan of the 90s you only had Emmitt Smith and occasionally um you know, you had you had somebody spelling him for one or two plays, but I mean, if you go back to the Cowboys of the seventies and eighties, Tony Dorsett was only on the field probably about fifty percent of the the offensive <laughs> snaps.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: they they were constantly swinging people in: Ron Springs, Preston Pearson. Um, you know, and expected our Lincoln, Lincoln Coleman. Yeah, but I mean, even did so, I mean, Link, Link, Lincoln, mm-hmm. Lincoln Coleman was only on for you know a handful of snaps a game yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah. In, in general but you know the generally you do have what we're seeing now where it's a, it's not so much you do have a featured back but you still have a running back by committee so you do have zeke opening the opening the rushing lanes for Pollard when he comes on because of the change of pace and then you've normally got a third guy as well so we need we need that set up and I think we're getting there. We're showing these guys can perform. And I mean, you know, Malik Davis in the in the two two weeks that he's been filling in for Zeke. I mean, he's he's actually flashed at times. I mean, he almost got a touchdown in the in the Bears game. Um mm-hmm. you know, and obviously he was he was he was Churning up the yards as well, and you know, we even screamed to him, but it, only, it it was kind of snuffed out, and he only got a yard on that as well. But, um, I it's...
1: just think that, like, you know, like if you're gonna go into this Vikings game, um, and you're gonna have, uh, I know we shouldn't be talking ahead, but I'm just thinking, I, it is in reference to the last game that if you're gonna take Zeke into this next game. He's, you know, you've got concerns about the injury. Well, keep Malik Davis on your active roster. Take him as one of your yep. your 46. Take him in. And if Zeke needs to come out for a little bit and then Pollard starts gassing, you've got Malik there that you know you can rely on. I think that it's not. It's good. I, I'm only trying to think of positives from this game.
2: <sighs> Don't yeah. get me wrong. There, there, is, there is positives we can take from this the game. Like... like uh, offensively, that is definitely positive. Like, um, we did get the, the line game.
1: had no sacks.
2: Um, did it? I think there was two sacks. sacked twice. Did he? At yeah, this one he didn't. Yep, no, Dakar sacked twice. Yep, three, uh, three touchdowns, two interceptions, and sacked twice. Well, it could be a rating of 44.7 and a rating of 78.6. Okay, I must have missed that. <laughs> yeah, so he went for two two 27 out of 46, 265 yards, 5.8 out 8 yards per average. Hmm. Yeah,
1: But I mean, I mean, look at the offensive line though. If you look at the rankings in terms of how many sacks they've allowed, <laughs> the Cowboys offensive line are first. Yeah, they've only allowed yep. six sacks. That's first
2: I'm... in the NFL. And <sighs> And again, and I'm gonna give again. I, I'm one of Joe Philbin's biggest <laughs> critics. Like, I, 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 I generally thought where our O line did relatively well. I thought for well, the majority of the game, there was a couple of times where the penalty started reoccurring again and stuff like that. But over and all, I felt comfortable. But again, it was just more down to the actual outside the o-line it was more down to the play calling than anything but again um jorgen made a point on one of his comments saying it's end of the day it's more on the players executing these plays they should know it and i completely agree i agree yeah Yeah. but to the extent if it's that complicated then we shouldn't make it more simplified we should yeah it should be the more less is more approach and this is Mm -hmm. what i was kind of saying it's like if it's, if it's that complicated, then go back to the ones that have been more successful. Hmm. Yep.
1: And, like, figure out how you're going to use your zone blocking scheme. Like,
2: what are you doing with that? Uh labashi's just came in so the big labasky uh who's watching on YouTube right now, he's just came in at the right time. Hey fellas, not sure if you mentioned it yet, but the more and more I watch more, I think that Kelly Moore is the problem. I don't understand what he's doing. Yeah, we've literally just did like a good <laughs> five ten minute segment on that. <laughs> just more. yeah um, so, so you can probably you can probably get where we're coming from with that one, labasky So but we're hoping you're good, my friends. It could
1: yep. we, we might see James Washington. Um, his.
2: I've got very low.
1: Expectat-
2: I'm going. I'm going to say I, I have very low expectations with James Washington coming in. I just don't know what's going to happen.
0: You well, really? we we still not started his 21 day practice no. window, and whether that's they're keeping On it purpose. keeping it until until there's some movement with um the Dark Lord from uh, from the New York Giants <laughs> or formerly the New York Giants and the LA Rams. Um, but you know, that's that's the thinking. If you started the twenty-one day window on him, and then you you bring in OBJ, then you know there's mm. there's you then have to either just, promote I, him and then you've got a glut of receivers, or you've got to leave him on IR.
2: Sorry, sorry, Lauren. I need to bring this comment up from Joe. Yep. This is this is actually life's it's like this is proper trolling right here it's like we're gonna to have to start <laughs> changing them from Kellen passmore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i like that one joe that's i like that one
1: but uh, like you, you, the thing i'm thinking because people are going about obj and all the rest of it and sure uh, because it's it's about firepower and options Mm-hmm. Um but I'm looking at you say about James Washington and I'm kind of a, like what are you gonna get? What James Washington are you getting? Do you know what I don't get why they don't start using Cavante Turpin?
2: I know, yeah. Well why not we, try it?
0: Why not? We saw him actually catch a pass this game, yeah. Yeah, so, you know they, they, they did, but it was all too late after it everybody, was three was... Yards,
2: though, but but still I think with yeah. his speed and like yes a slant player for example of like throwing a slant on him that would be ideal for him if he's just right there as being like the inside slot receiver so mm-hmm. yeah, I honestly i'm just i'm I'm baffled guys i really am like growing up at like and i know what you're saying mate like we shouldn't be talking about the vikings game we're going to be doing that on thursday, thursday. Or thursday yeah. for, for yeah. the pre-game show but I have my concerns now. Like going forward, like yeah, we're six and three, great. We're 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 still there, but yeah. we're we've got so many levels of inconsistent when it comes to the play calling with the offense, and that's yeah. not that's not going to get us over the finish line to get into the playoffs. Yeah. That's going to cost
0: us.
1: Yes, here it's, we go. Oh, especially go if. Sorry.
0: Well, I was going to say, if we move on to the defense, this is the next reason why the next few games are actually quite frightening yeah. as well. So well, yeah, I'll I was going to say, just before the... you
1: move to the defense, the only thing I w- would say is that this was a game, if you want to criticize Dak on anything, that this was the game in the dying parts of the fourth quarter. I'm not saying in the last few minutes, like say about halfway through when Christian Watson scored that touchdown. You're now looking at Dak to lean on him for his leadership and his skills and to say, right, win us this game. Now, hmm. Kirk Cousins, they did the same then. Look what happened. But they done it with Dak and he failed and we've seen it before. So the questions are, is if we go to the playoffs and we start leaning on Dak, where does that put us? How deep yep. into the playoffs are we going to go? That's my only criticism and my question with Dak at the moment. And you all know me I like Dak. I think he's a good I, quarterback. He see, is I'm good.
2: the same I I like Dak. I think he is a good quarterback, but I think yeah. when you start using him too much then you're going to lose the production of him. And with is like, can I mean, you take, lean
1: on him to get you yeah, the like, wins. Like,
2: the like, like, like Lauren was mentioned there. Aaron Rodgers went 14 for 20. 20 part mm. 20, 20, 20, 20 attempts. Yeah. And and I'm trying for less than 15
1: other... completions.
2: Yeah, so and look what he did to us. Like yeah. that—that's been a—that's efficiency there. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah.
0: The, and there is there is a stat that when Dak Prescott has a similar uh, performance like moment. Aaron yeah, Rodgers, yeah. you know, we do we do have a sizable winning margin on, on, on you know he is sizably positive in terms of his one loss record. Yeah. um it's when you go over when you start throwing 40 times you know he, he's in six and 14 and yeah. you know you're a and normally you're only throwing 40 times when you when you're losing game and you're trying to get back into it we were oh, winning Rob. the game yeah, yeah. we had 195 and zero record going yeah. in the fourth quarter leading by 14 points, points yeah. we're now that's that, as soon as that, that's that the change yeah I, when yeah. they dis-
2: see when they displayed that on the TV, I thought, "Yeah, I yeah that, saying,
1: that's it. It's that's done. Up. The game's over, co- commentators, oh, co-
0: commentators, co- is In I'll give you another I, example of that. the The Atlanta game a couple of years ago, the, the watermelon kick, ninety two percent victory for, for for the Atlanta Falcons, and well, commentators' case. I mean, most, I
2: will mean, <laughs> I mean, be perfectly honest. I thought, the, the, the moment I thought because i was going i was so confident going into this game like i had us to win 41 to 21 like that's how i saw how the game was going to pan out because of the injuries and how rogers was playing them being the five game losing streak like was put the nail in the coffin let their season be finally be over and we can actually have a revenge in the packers my thing that kind of caught that made me rethink was when mike mccarthy started walking about in that lombardi jacket i was uh, like, <laughs> i was like i'm i know it sounds cliche as hell but i was like what are you doing like and I, and after that and i was just i just kind of felt uneasy going into the game but i, I felt okay at the end of the fourth quarter like i mentioned for, as we said 14 points ahead and again we just. What cost us the, the game was ourselves. That was yep. it. Yep. We, we screwed ourselves over that game. That game was there for the taking, and we did not execute the right calls to keep control of the ball and win the game and see it throughout. We failed to do that, and that's on Mike McCarthy. That's on Kellen Moore. And also, it is on Dak and whoever... It, etc as well for making those mistakes and bundles as well because they should know the playbook so make of that what you will ladies and gentlemen it's on the coaches end of the day they're the ones responsible
0: yeah well we're now 46 minutes in and i think it's only fair (laughs) that we go and talk about the other side of the oh god here we go with this one here we we go defense defense. (laughs) yeah this is (laughs)
2: This is gonna be interesting.
0: Yep. So obviously we start we started out well. Obviously, the first quarter was scoreless, so we kept the Packers back. Second quarter, it, it you know, obviously Christian Watson had a couple of drops in the in the first quarter as well. And then Aaron Rodgers started to get a bit of steam. Um and Aaron Jones stepped up as well. And the Green Bay offense. And we've seen See. the, the usual problem that has been there for the last three or four weeks. We have a really bad run defense at the moment. Yeah. Do you think it is scheme or do you think it is players?
1: Scheme. They're not there's certain yeah. players that simple Yeah, I I'll you know,
0: tend to,
2: agree to if you're not like, yeah. yeah. Like I think as much as I love Neville Gallimore and stuff like that and Osa Degizua and stuff like that, it just really depends on who we're playing against. And this, the way how we were up against Green Bay, it did not match up to the scheme for those players to be fitting for that scheme. So it's a hard one. I would say it's a, it's a 50-50. You know what? It's a bit of a 50-50 split. I, yeah, we I don't think have they've the got right. the,
1: the, the people to do it. They can tackle, they can. I just think that they, they put so much emphasis on pass rushing and um, uh, like the cornerbacks aren't being asked to come up to the line and stop the run. So those runs on the outside go past them. So I think it's it's definitely a scheme when you look at don't, it.
2: Don't forget as well, we Green Bay have always had a great offensive line. They've always had that. And we were... We've always It up. wasn't bad, the offensive line, actually. No, yeah. the, the offensive, and Bacchiari yeah. was, was playing and still, like, like mm. he was questionable. Even Aaron, like, and this is the thing that annoyed me the most is that the no, no, Bacchiari, Aaron Jones was questionable going into this game as well. Yeah. Because, obviously, last week he was carted off against Carolina, not, not yeah. Detroit, sorry. I do apologize. He was carted off. It was like, we don't even think we, he would actually even play. So, even him to even come on the field, pretty much li- with a lingering injury from the week before. Came in and still produced what 138 yards. No, sorry, aye, 138 yards and 24 carries. Yeah. The, the thing that annoys me, the nose is just the whole total offensive yards 415 yep. total offensive yards, 208 passing, yep. and 207 rushing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not good enough. It's not, <laughs> yeah. And
0: I, I go, going back to the scheme, I mean, I think you know, obviously, if, I, again, going hi- history wise. The Cowboys' flex defense of the 70s and 80s was designed to stop the run. Uh-huh. It then got negated because Bill Walsh came in with the West Coast offense and took away effectively the short passing game became his running game and the Cowboys because the defensive line weren't generating pre- weren't designed on generating pressure for first and second down teams could move the ball if they adopted the short passing game. This this way round, you see it. I mean, when we were when we were going for runs there, we were doing slants, we were doing stunts, we were doing, you know, ender, basically bringing the line down and bringing somebody around the the far end as well. So, you know, I think the emphasis on on our defence is trying to get this pass rush, whether it's a rushing down or whether it's a, an expected passing down. And I think that you have that, that because you're you're selling out to to defend the pass and get the pass rush, you're almost giving up on the run. And, you know... You have to. You there can... has to
2: be an, an offload to, to one yeah. from the other, yeah. I want to interrupt you guys in on this one, right? And I want to bring Jorgen's comment onto this one, and I'm going to kind of maybe kind of expand on this, take on this. So Jorgen just said, I feel like we can't contain that so that point i will explain the runners will leak through for the outside i don't know if it's a strong safety thing or a linebacker to pick up the runners so here's my perception of this i think our defensive front seven is way too aggressive very 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 aggressive and that opens the door for the re-shuffle passes out like the run play option that we saw with Jalen Hurts yeah, screen passes screen passes the more aggressive you are with terms of your front seven it's just going to open up the doors for the wee short shuffle passes and stuff like that so yeah. that's something that needs to be looked at I think yeah. so yeah. and I noticed that a lot like we yeah. saw Aaron Rodgers it wasn't even that it was like a I wasn't like an actual side pass it was like yeah. a wee just a toss, a toss. it was yeah. a toss yeah. essentially and 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 I don't know how many times we got bundled up to the actual sideline, especially on the left-hand side where and this is not on Sam Williams, but it's more on the linebackers at the time who were coming down. They were getting themselves out of position and they had to track back. And the person that was making those plays was Micah Parsons coming from the other side to actually make up the make up the tackle. Uh, like yeah. it feels like Parsons was actually playing all three positions of linebacker in one at one go. So I uh, it's yeah.
1: Yeah, and I
2: will say this too.
1: Um, I'm officially off the idea of Micah Parsons playing traditional off-ball linebacker.
2: Yeah, mm. I, I, I agree on that Yeah, I agree. He he he, he wasn't a factor
0: in that game, and he was if if anything as well. I mean, I think he was trying to play hero ball a lot of the time as well, and yep. you know, he was getting himself isolated in a lot of situations as well. So. You know, he, he he wasn't actually able to do things because he sort of deviated from the scheme. But the yeah. other the other thing that was, and I think it was Isaiah Stanback uh, brought this up on uh, talking Cowboys the other day as well, is that the way the the Packers actually lined up, and our defense lined up so that the strong we picked out the strong side and we we guided everything towards the, stopping the run on the on the strong side the Packers went, right, you're going to line up for the strong side and defend the strong side. We're going to sweep it out. And, you know, they were moving their guards out on mm-hmm. and go- going straight for the weak side. Yeah. And then you're you're forcing guys like uh, Anthony Brown, uh, it's, it's, as we've been saying all season, you're forcing guys like Anthony Brown, yeah, yeah to, to come up and try and be force players and for, yeah. force it back inside. And they're we'll, not they don't have that instinct, um and this is where the problem is i think
1: yeah uh, and you know the issue you've got too is Aaron Jones is maybe one of the fastest running backs in the league, so if you let him get up to speed when we're already struggling to make tackles the once he gets the i mean that guy's gone, I mean he's fire. Yep. Like, like you know, there's fire under those boots when you guys go in, yeah. and like you say, it, that the toss sweep and the RPO on this style of defense they're playing is the
2: kryptonite. It um, really is, and yeah, and this is, is and this is my level of concern because we do get to play the Eagles again.
1: Yeah, and that's but, what they do.
2: Yep, and. It wouldn't surprise me if like said so Danny Dimes and and Sequan Barclay might try and utilize that for their next game planning against us. Mm. Like the only games I could really see that might not actually happen may be against the Vikings, because they're more traditional in terms of the handoff. They like they don't really do screens that much. But yeah. but looking ahead, like uh,
1: But Cook is initial boost. I mean it's Yeah,
2: yeah. Good. So
0: and Matt, Matt uh, Mattison's no slouch as well yeah, I mean no but he's reliable and good as well yeah, yeah, yeah. You, um, you look um, at what we've got in the next couple of weeks you've got Mattison and Cook you've got Saquon Barkley you've got um you're going up against the Eagles again you're going to have uh, Derek Henry as well you've got Jonathan Taylor um uh, for the Colts mm, the Colts yeah. obviously you know the They look strong against the Raiders, or are the Raiders just absolutely pathetic, as as Jeff Saturday had said when he was in the SPN now They
1: they do Um, need something to come... They they need something to balance the defence back down. Ironically, like, what we've seen also is that this was actually a decent game where we could have had Anthony Barr like that would have helped yeah, quite I a think, bit. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I think that not, defense is missing out. When you look, like it's nearly 450 yards in two games. What's ha- What? What's the
2: common denominator? No, Anthony Barr. Yeah, I, I think, like, and don't get me wrong that we we've kind of been a wee bit critiqued about Anthony Barr in some games so far this season since yeah. he came in. I'm like, not but saying he's I, a perfect I, I, linebacker. Yeah, like, but yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. with I think this game he would have been perfect. Or see, how many times yeah. has he played Green Bay over the years? He knows how they are. He knows how. Yeah. He's got Rogers in his book pretty much, so He's got the he would have been a he would have been a big down. massive factor, especially in yeah. the the linebacker core, like especially yeah, against yeah. the run and in terms of pass coverage as well.
1: Yeah, because when you think was, of the type it, of player Barr is, he can bear down and come down and make those tackles.
0: Yeah, it was interesting that yes, we didn't have Bar this weekend because he was injured, <clears throat> but you know, DeMont Clark was hardly on the field the, two weeks ago. bone Clark was thrust into the yeah. into the game and played 40, forty snaps or something like that. This time he ha- hardly had any snaps and he only had did it up with one tackle or one assist anyway. Yeah. So I
1: I, I just I, I wonder if perhaps like with with the Clark thing and I haven't got an answer. I have asked the question but well, I wonder well, if that, it was perhaps that post game for Clark's first game they've gone, how do you feel? And there was like a, a little bit of doubt there. Well, and you don't want you know,
2: to mess with that. Well, that you kind of kind of run into this kind of same with we're not segment, but for this question from Labashi, so he's got a question asking, can we fix at this point in the season, or it is what it is? Yeah, well, of
1: course you can fix.
2: We it. We can definitely fix it. Like you can always fix anything. Is like we we saw what Joe Philbin can do with the offensive line. That's a prime example. You're when just he ask to see
1: players to focus more on the run. Yeah, like. I think they're not it, focused completely on the run. So what what they're doing is they're just like saying, "Get to the backfield." Like Dan and, Quinn's and system it, is it, all it, about. It was,
2: it was no secret, no Mike. It was no, no secret. No, no, no. It was not. Like, no, no, no. Like because there was no secret that they were going to be really run heavy because of Aaron yeah. Rodgers' hand. Yeah, that's an another factor yeah. as well. His like, wide
1: receiver calls diminished.
2: Yeah, but despite um, they scored so many yards on us, but, but I the know, fact but is. Still. But yeah, yeah. but the, the the majority the fact is that they were very run heavy from the early part of the game and it did kill us. So
1: yeah, it's yeah, fixable. It is have... fixable, very fixable.
0: You have to wonder as well whether we actually that strip sack fumble. Um, whether we actually fixed. Aaron Rodgers' hand because obviously as soon as he came <laughs> off after that, you know they, were, oh, they I... were looking at it and all that. But he came back out, and that's when their passing offense started to click. And the next, then the next drive was the the fifty eight capped off with a fifty eight yard touchdown to to Watson to to tie it up. And then you know nothing nothing happened from our offense. So the next play, the running game kicks in and. You know we're behind the eight ball, and we and obviously we lost Aaron Brown, uh, Anthony Brown as well. So yeah. you, I'll, you I'll, then... I'll
2: tell you exactly what it was with Aaron Rodgers there, Lauren. I think he just ran out of the ayahuasca, whatever it was he was taking.
1: the, uh, the ayahuasca, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I think, <laughs> I, I, think
2: I, I think it ran out on him, and he decided, finally decided to wake up and actually just tear it up, tear upon us for those certain plays.
1: They they were always they they wanted this game like. As far as they Packers wanted it fans, more,
2: yeah, they oh, wanted it yeah, yeah. more, yeah,
1: yeah. And like the Packers fans, they know that their season's like it's is looking, yeah, is yeah. yeah, it's, it's dying on them. But yeah. this was their Super Bowl, this game was their Super They, they, Mike McCarthy, oh, starless how many teams
2: have said that this year? Oh, exactly. this is our Super Bowl this year, it's always yeah. against us. Yeah. Always.
1: So you know they, 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 that there's that factor to it, but on the on the defensive side, in terms of can you fix the run defense? Definitely. It's basically it's down to Dan Quinn to go into his is the whole concept of what he wants to do with this defense and go. This is now what I want to focus on. So let's let let's move the slider from all the way up here and move it back slightly. <laughs> Because the slider right now is all the way up on past defense, past rushing, get to the quarterback. That's what it's all the way up to. So you just got to bring it back a little bit. That's yep.
2: what uh, do. J- just want to say thank you, for your Jorgen, uh, just swinging in by. Thanks for swinging by to UK Cowboys fans, and I uh, hope to see you back in the next future streams. Mm. Have yep. a good one, all the way from Sweden.
1: Yes. Although it is the UK Cowboys podcast, it's the European Cowboys podcast. No, oh,
2: world, don't forget. Well, was right. It yeah, yeah. was big, big wheels in the house as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yep. And we did have people what randomly
2: what from Vietnam. Because yeah, he even stated Aaron Rodgers was a fake injury. Could
0: have yeah. been. <laughs> Could have been. Yeah. But then Aaron Rodgers had been on the injury report the week before In as well week, with that yeah. injury as well so it, yeah it, it, they'd be playing the long con if that was if that was the case so they were just <laughs> setting it up for
2: the cowboys oh well they certainly yeah. know how to kind of dash our hopes the packers every single time every single time yeah. they know how to dash our hopes like when there's a chance for thought finally we can actually put one down on rogers and the next thing bush just yeah.
1: like that. I, that's what we was thinking. I that's why I was really because like I was obviously with the blog and the boys um, before the show, doing the the pregame show with them. Yeah, and uh, they, I was just like, no, fully confident, and they were like, none at all. I was like, nope, I'm fine. And uh, I was maybe as overly confident as the Cowboys. We, were.
2: I think we all were. Well, I think the majority of Cowboys fans were like, I was confident, very confident, but at the same time, I was like, and a lot of people were very argumentative when you mentioned the word trap game mm. like yep. like i did have that in the Tra- back i, my I mind. never
1: get the trap game thing
2: like like i did have that in my mind but despite when you look at all the injuries how roger's been playing uh with the five game losing streak etc it just kind of felt you know what this could potentially be a trap game because everything's in our favor mm-hmm. we were we're going to Green Bay against a diminished wide receiver core, a questionable running back. We don't know what state of, of like health <laughs> he's going to play and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, and uh, yeah, our good friend Lloyd, uh, Lloyd Big Wheel was in Munich. He was at the Tampa Bay game against... Did see uh, him. Did yeah, see him. so hope you had a fantastic time. Dude, it looked awesome. They yeah. were saying sweet Caroline after the game and stuff like that. The atmosphere looked fantastic, I have to admit. I think I think the German fans were in top form for yeah, so that. Yeah. They were in they, top they, form.
0: I, I, I just feel sorry that, they, that, that was the sing, game. they were still singing three hours after the game as well. They yeah, had, yeah. Like, oh, they yeah, were they partying sing, all night. The so
1: they, I think, the and, and, they turned the lights on the stadium off, so everybody just turned the torches on their phones <laughs> off. I saw we didn't do it. I'm like, yeah, no, not going anywhere. But yeah. um, I just feel sorry that that was the game they had to watch.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: like stop that, that. The Seahawks like, are the Seahawks,
2: and the backs are just sliding. So I, f- I think one thing we've not actually mentioned yet is is pretty much our coverage for the game. Normally yeah. our coverage is normally pretty decent. Yeah. We're normally kind of shut down, whatever now Obviously there was the injury to Anthony Brown and stuff like that, and Kelvin Joseph came in and stuff like that. But I don't know about you guys. It just kind of felt like we were playing second fiddle. It felt yeah. weird. Um, it felt weird.
1: I tell you what the issues were, is like Donovan Wilson, right? No, I'm not saying he's a problem. Well, he, he did with the one stupid penalty. He's going to learn. You will learn. Yeah. But um, the issue is is that you this is the, the issue where you have to try and make that in-game adjustment because everything yeah. is emphasised so much on the pass rush. What ends up happening then is Dan Quinn goes, okay, well then just Bring a safety down. So then, what that does is your defensive back, in terms of covering the pass, gets diminished. You know, you've got less of it, especially mm-hmm. if you're trying to play cover two or cover three. So if your guy's further down in the box, he's got more ground to cover. And that was the problem. And mm-hmm. what happened then is you've got the injury that happened with Anthony Brown. <laughs> and we've got to see boss man fat. Just get torched on every play.
2: Yeah. And I
1: one thing I will say is the the, the backside block that there he got go. called there for. There
2: we go. Ta- like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I mean, like when it was Joseph in there, I mean, it did look bad. I mean, let's yeah. be fair. Uh, I think that right now, Joseph has still a long way to go. Safety uh, on special teams, he looks totally different. Put him. Special as, teams, he's an bag. absolute menace. Like, yeah,
2: he's probably one of the best special teams players I've seen in a long time. It is, he's he's there in the right place at the right time to make the tackle. Um, but but before we kind of expand on that, I just want to kind of bring up Austin's comment. He just wants to quickly ask, don't know if you guys talked about it, but did anyone talk about it was the right call to go for it in overtime? We did, and we do feel it was the right call to go for it, but it was the wrong play call. Like, before, like, because you were third and four, why not run the ball? Because our run and run and run. our rat, Russian average was five point eight yards. We could have easily made, like maybe make make it to four from one and go for the one yard run after yeah. that. Who knows? But the fact is, you had two attempts for rushing rather than passing. So mm. I agree with it.
0: And yeah. w- one of the things that said as well during warm ups that you know, um, Maher was kicking the ball from fifty eight yards, but that was a that was when it was thirty five degrees. Yeah, it obviously, you got about 13, 14 yeah. degrees. Cooler, Maher wasn't his kickoffs weren't going into the end zone. He had zero touchbacks this game, and that just goes yeah, yeah, to show yeah. what the weather conditions were like. It makes it a heavier ball, and you know it, it, the ball doesn't travel as far. So the, you, you weren't guaranteed that you know for somebody yeah. like Maher, who's fifty yard, fifty yard and above are his money plays, yeah. um, there was no guarantee he was going to make that. And then you're given if you miss that you're giving them an extra seven yards as well, where... Yeah,
1: you've you seen know, the kickoff and you've seen the passes. Yep. All those balls are just dying on you. You're seeing it. Yeah, Who's not going to make that kick? Because, you, as you say, you're seeing it on the kickoffs, and those balls just like, all of a sudden, the moisture, the damp and the cooler just get into it, and that ball is just dying on you so yeah you're not gonna you know and let's be fair a 53 54 yard field goal even in good conditions is not a given hmm. I, and going back to the defense right see, which ties
2: in with this question see that's a good point that, there that's another good point so if he was to miss they would have gained an extra
0: extra 18 yeah, yards
1: anyway yeah there's that too
2: and i mean like people don't,
1: don't
0: know,
2: people don't realize
1: that
0: yeah but well, it's got... it's only se- it's only seven yards. It's it's the spot of the kick, where, and the kick's only seven yards seven yards back from the line of scrimmage. So, it is it is the only that. But yeah, it's it, you know considering we were on about the forty yard line. I mean that's that you're almost at midfield.
1: And you've got to look at the, what happened as well, Lauren, in the fourth quarter that our defense was getting beaten by Aaron Rodgers. Yep. The last thing you want to do is kick a field goal and then give the ball back to Aaron Rodgers to go and score a touchdown. You want mm-hmm. to score. At that point, you want to score a touchdown and not
2: yeah. leave it on the you defense. Want to, yeah, you want to, you want to take Aaron Rodgers out the game completely. Out the game, yeah. yeah.
0: You, you, that's you, how, that's you, how you do it. I I agree with that in general, but, I mean, obviously, if if you tuned in for Sky to watch the, the kickoff of the Cowboys, it was delayed because, obviously, the Vikings the overtime, and the Bills went yeah, to overtime. Yeah, yeah. The Vikings kicked a field goal, and that forced the Bills. The only way the Bills were going to win that game was to go and throw a touchdown, and that does give a little bit extra focus. Oh, you know, you can almost play the what, the the sort of money defense where you basically line everybody up on the ten yard line, and then you know, ba- basically stop them getting ten yards if you can, or you know, do it so that eventually you get an impenetrable. The zone in the in the end zone as well, so it does yeah. make it harder for for Green Bay. But as I say, I don't think we, you know it wasn't going to be a, a given that he'd make the kick, uh, no, and you don't no, want no. to make it too easy on them.
1: No, so yeah, I mean, I'm my, for the defensive backs. My only, my only like, yeah, I mean, Calvin Joseph. But, like, Donovan Wilson, he's got to stop making penalties. Like, he's almost the perfect safety. He's almost exactly where you want him to be. Let's just cut out these constant penalties he has each week.
2: He's got to learn from yeah. them. Yeah. Mm. But, but here's the question for you guys. Would you say that's probably our worst defensive performance this season?
1: Mm and
2: yeah, guys I, I guys think... guys in the comments like do you guys feel like we just came underprepared like just like a really simple yes no whatever just like do you feel that was our worst performance as a defense this season the bears looked a bit shaky with the defense too man i mean i just, like when you you put the things in perspective i thought that was probably our worst def- our worst performance yeah, so far, consider
0: uh, yeah. considering the passing game was leaky leaky as well. I mean that yeah. that that's unheard of. Yeah, um, exactly. Th- this season certainly.
1: Um, yeah, across the board, it it was getting, but like a lot of it can be attributed down to the fact that they were just struggling on the run defense so badly that then that just filters down to everything else. Yeah. Because it's tiring. Th- it's tiring on the players, both physically and mentally, when you're mm-hmm. running up on them the way that they did.
0: The other thing, as well, I mean, obviously, having McCarthy there, who was a coach at Green Bay, all week they've been talking about how make sure you get your shoes right and everything like that. Yet you mm. saw the Cowboys' Cal- Calv- defensive backs were sliding. The slipping yeah. the, 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 the the second of uh, Christian Watson's touchdowns, I think he basically ran away from Deron Bland. Running across the middle, and the wrong land slipped and fell. Uh, Anthony Brown obviously concussed himself going for the ball, but slipped as well. Mm. I I just wonder, I just wonder whether the defensive backs had just initially taken the advice and then decided, no, actually they'll just stick during the week when they were practicing outside. Then went and said, no, actually I'm going to I'm going to stick with my usual cleats. Um, Turpin
1: was slipping too. You know, on that return,
2: you've seen him bowl over.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. I mean, this game against Minnesota, I obviously still need to kind of collect our thoughts and stuff like that, but we've got a lot of dissecting to think for for this Thursday show and stuff like that. And, And Big Wheel just made the comment I'm generally surprised about this as well, considering the game that. Like, I don't like f- it when we're favourites either. I don't like no Yeah. When when like,
1: the Cowboys aren't favourites, um, there seems to be more dog in the defense when we're the underdogs. Yeah. 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 Uh, the defense seems that. to be
2: like, yeah, we'll show you. But the like, trouble I, I, I think the de- Go on, go on. I was just going to say, I don't know what the bootmakers are thinking, how they're thinking and based on those two last performance, the the performance with the Vikings and the performance of the Cowboys there. So I don't know how that's worked Um,
1: out. I I think some of it is probably, although Michael Parsons didn't really do that much in the last game, but the Vikings, if if I can try and think, going off what I've seen so far this week, is that the Vikings' offensive line is very poor especially the inside, so both guards and centre, and Christian Darasau, who's their best offensive lineman, he's on concussion protocol. Yep. So you've got a, a beat-up offensive line that's leaking, going against one of the best pass-rushing
2: defences in the league. Uh, and if there's one thing, I suppose... And Cousins does not like pressure. Well, he does hold on to the ball quite a, little, a bit longer than usual, so... But, but anyway... um we're, we're trying to sidetrack in here, <laughs> like, yeah. Because we can I, wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we
0: yeah. Could. yeah. I th- I th- I think obviously we're now forty six hours after the end of the game. I think it's yeah. it's time to draw a line. We'll we'll finish up this show and obviously look forward to the rest of the season. So yeah, yeah. Um, I I, any, I stayed up. Go on, go on. No, I was going to say any final thoughts. So.
1: Um, I stayed up way too late on the Saturday watching college football, and then that went into overtime after an overtime game. So I was completely, completely whacked. <laughs> yeah, so Jamie spoke to me, and I was just like, he's like, you okay? I was like, no, I've ruined my life.
2: <laughs> I think my final thoughts are as Dan Quinn needs to really have a sit-down with his um positional coaches to kind of really figure out why run we're still evenings. leaking out in terms of the run try and figure out the the Achilles heel that is run play options and shuffle passes and screen passes that seems to be our common enemy right now and mm. and 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 obviously with the run game as well so I think that needs to be our main agenda right now and obviously Kellen Moore needs a slap across the face to kind of not <laughs> <laughs> like stop diverging away from but when things have been really successful.
1: There's the irony, though, is that he's you. We complain about him,
2: but the week before, when you look at the Bears game, brilliant play calling. See, yeah, that's an example when he was actually being a fair distribution. He was. It's because was that not Dax came back? Yeah. No reason Second, second, second. But the reason yeah. he did that. It's because they're still trying to warm him up. But basically, he went full Tonto passing mode to give Dak those extra... Pa- I I still just can't understand why he did that. I really don't. It's, it's, it really is inexcusable from Kellen yeah. Moore to c- call those plays. It really it really was. And Thursday, I'll try and get... For the pregame show, I'll try and get
1: us a little uh, sneaky special guest too.
2: Yeah, we're hopefully going to have a nice wee special guest on Thursday, guys, so yeah. be sure to go and check, check us out on Thursday, usual time, 9pm in the UK, 3pm Central Time, USA.
0: And we'll yeah. just finish up with by paying the bills, so oh, yes. we'll, put, we'll put Mike in the unusual position. <laughs> yeah, I've never done
1: this read before. Yeah, if you're going to a game this year, guys, uh, make sure you book it through Cowboys Experience. They have Meet and Greek Stadium Tours, game day tickets, tailgate parties, and uh all the rest with some good shows, uh, food, drinks, all the rest of it. Make sure as well, if you do book with them, tell them UK Cowboy sent you because what happens there, guys? You get free
0: stuff, free
1: stuff.
2: Free stuff. That's right.
0: And then we'll let Paul talk about the the red yeah, edge.
2: Yep. So, guys, be sure to go and check out our fellow content creators within the Cowboys network. So, you've got the official DallasCowboys.com with Talking Cowboys Hiring the Boys, uh, Mixed Shots, and uh, you've also got SB Nation's blogging the boys, where you can find myself and Meg Murray talking every Saturday uh, for the World's team. They've got, like, a J there for CFO Sports, Big Game James, Law Nation, uh, our good friends from Canada, the Cowboys Can Fan there in the corner, Fuck Lombardi, be sure to go and check every one of those guys out. They produce more content you can ask for as it does. Cowboys Fun and they all keep it real. Yep. And
1: also, I just I I was going to say as well, look out for some really fun special guests in December. I'm that's all I'm saying.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, we've we, we've got we've we, we've got some very very special guests coming up.
0: <laughs> yeah, so also check out our socials. Obviously, we're planning the big uh, descent onto Dallas next year. Um, yeah. So obviously, hopefully you you all join us. We might even do a, a sort of live podcast while we're out there as well. Um, I don't That was in the plans anyway. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, jo- Make sure you've joined our face gr- Facebook group and get all the Information when it becomes available. We're still working on the final details, and obviously we'll need to wait until the the, the Schedule. schedules released as we yeah. uh, as well. But um, we'll we'll take it from there as well. But
2: mm. yep. So, that's it Olin,
0: that's it. Game's over. Discussions over, and yep. we move on.
2: On to the next one. Onto the next one. We can try and go for seven and three if we can repeat the same victory from last year. you go, you nice going week. Bill Belichick on us, are you, Paul? On to next week. On to next week. Yep. Do your so, job. Th-
0: Do yep. your job. So thanks, guys, for, thanks guys for tuning in. Um, I, as usual, you guys make the show. Um, obviously, your contribution, if you weren't here, it'd just be us three talking. And, you know... It wouldn't be the sure it is, so I'll I'll leave it with these guys to say goodbye.
2: Well, guys, I know it's a disappointing loss, but hey, we're still six and three. We've still got plenty of football. We're halfway through the season. Hopefully, we can actually bring it up into the positives, and hopefully, we can make a run this year. Go Cowboys! Yeah. Rock and roll!
0: Cheers.